0: Hey guys and welcome back to the evolution of English football with Bailey Fisher. Today we've got episode 4 where we're going to be reviewing the Tottenham Hotspur vs Manchester City 1981 FA Cup Final. Now this game's a replay as the first one ended one all. As we're doing Spurs, we've got a special guest on the show today. He's a YouTuber, he's a hardcore Spurs fan and he goes by the name of Talking Tottenham. Hey, Bailey. Thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, let's get into the game. Let's get into it, Jack. Now, some key players for Spurs were the two Argentine midfielders. Ricardo Villa, who people called man-in-the-match of, of this game for just what he did. The presence he had on the field and the goals he scored. Now, his best mate, some call his brother, as he did everything with him. O- Osvaldo Idealas, or some people would call Ozzy Dealers. What a man he was. Scored many goals in his career and really stepped up for this game. And we also had a key player for Manchester City, Tommy Hodgsonson, who scored the goal in the Manchester City first game to make it one all. Now, let's get into the first game, Jack. So, it was the 1981 FA Cup final, and it was the 100th final of the FA Cup. The original match took place on Saturday the 9th of May at Wembley, and it finished one all after extra time. Tommy Hodginson, the Manchester City centre mid, opened the scoring for City in the 30th minute. But he scored an own goal in the 70th minute to bring Spurs level and forced a replay. What do you think about that, Jack? He's just scored a goal to do his, his team proud in front of everyone, and then he scored an own goal. Oh,
1: it's very unlucky for Tommy Hutchinson. Obviously scoring a big goal in the final is big things for players, but yeah, let his team down with that own goal.
0: Yeah, I agree, Jack. Now, if we look at this replay, it took place five days later. Five days later, they don't get much rest here. And it was on Thursday the 14th of May. And it was the first replay since 1970 to be staged at Wembley. Now Ricky Villa, a key player we talked about at the start. He opened the scoring for Spurs in the 8th minute before Steve McKenzie equalised for City 3 minutes later. Now let's just talk about the Steve McKenzie goal, Jack. A half-volley, top left, in a final. What a goal this was. Oh, it's,
1: it's incredible. What a goal. And yeah heartbreak for Spurs fans at that moment, but we managed to pull it back.
0: Yeah, let's get into that now. A Kevin Reeves penalty five minutes into the second half put Manchester City ahead. Now Spurs are thinking, what's going on here? Manchester City are ahead. If we look at the attendance for this game, there were 92,000 there, and 50,000 were Spurs. So Spurs were heavily, you know, favourites in this game. Their fans wanted them to win. Garth Crook brought Spurs level again in the 70th minute, and then again in the 76th minute, Tommy Galvin passed to Villa, 30 yards from City goal, and we already know what he did, Jack. The Argentine proceeded to skip past four defenders before slotting the ball past the City goalkeeper, (laughs) Joe Corrigan, to win the game. What a goal this was, Jack. Um, It was absolutely incredible, Bailey. You know, the goal, the moves,
1: and yeah, just the time to score it right at the end of the game to win Spurs that trophy.
0: It really was, Jack, as this goal got voted the Wembley Goal of the Century in 2001 and won Tottenham the match 3-2. Now, the five goals in this replay made it the highest-scoring FA Cup Final replay ever. Now, let's get into the managers. For Spurs, we had Harry Keith Birkinshaw, who's an English former professional footballer and obviously a manager. He's one of the most successful managers of Tottenham Hotspur, winning three major trophies for the club as manager there. Now, Jack, I don't know if you know much about this manager, but would you rate him as highly as you guys rate Jose Mourinho?
1: Yeah, obviously he's a great manager, he won us three major
0: trophies,
1: but Mourinho, he has got lots of success winning Champions Leagues, Premier Leagues, but he hasn't delivered yet for Spurs, time will tell, but yeah, once Jose wins us some trophies, then we can start comparing him to Harry, Harry Keith
0: Birkinshaw. Now, if we get into the Manchester City manager, John Bond, we see that he managed seven different football league clubs and was a manager of the Norwich side, which made the 1975 Football League Cup final. He's also the father of Kevin Bond, who is also a former, fo- former footballer and coach. Now, Jack, we've got some questions to ask you, if that's all right. Yeah. All right. Now, how do you think this Spurs team has changed over time? Do you think the way they play football has changed through managers, or what do you think?
1: Well, obviously, Bailey, Spurs has always been known to be a very attacking and enjoyable side to watch. But over time, the tactics have been changed. Mourinho's come in now. He's a bit more defensive, plays in the counter-attack. So, yeah, I would say it has changed over time.
0: All right, Jack, that's good. And also, do you think the Spurs team in this game is better or worse than the Spurs team that you're reviewing right now?
1: Um, I would say that... The team that we have now is probably better with more quality, but as we have more international stars and in a higher quality league, so I would say this team that we currently now have is better, because we've got the likes of Harry Kane, Gareth Bale, Hoon Min Son, but we have to take consideration, back in the day we had Ozzy Ardiles, um, Ricky Villa, so yeah, but overall I'm just going to say that our team we currently have now is better, because Look, we've been forming well recently in last year's with Pochettino, but we haven't really pulled through with any trophies because the standard of the league, and back in that day with Ricky Villa, the league and the teams weren't as good, so that's probably why we haven't won much this day, but I do think we have a better squad now.
0: I completely agree with that, Jack, and English football's just changing so much over time, and the game's just getting so much quicker. So moving into the season ahead for Spurs and your weekly reactions that you do, do you think Spurs will make top five this season? And if so, what key players will step up for you and really push the team to get them there?
1: Uh, That's a good question, Bailey. So obviously we're in a bit of a difficult situation at the moment. Um, The team's been underachieving, that's for sure. But I do think by the end we'll make top five. Uh, The form's been a bit better in the last few weeks. Uh, the players, I think, that will get us there. I definitely think Gareth Bale will be a big part in that. He's recently he's fully fit now. Um, he's hitting form, he's getting some goals, which has obviously helped us a lot in recent weeks get some wins. Um, and then, obviously, Harry Kane and Min Son are two main best players. So, yeah, I think we will get top five, and those three guys will be at the top for us to get there.
0: That's a good answer, Jack. That's good ambitions for Tottenham this year. Now, we've got a new segment on the show today, guys. We're going to be doing some fan questions. So if you want to know how to get your fan questions in next time, just DM me. I'll have it in the link of the Spotify and link of the Anchor bio so you guys can get your questions in. Now, the first question is from Linus Deeming, and he says, On the day, Tottenham star Ricky Villa conquered the field. But was this the case in his years after the game? That's a good question, Linus. I'll take this one, Jack. Ricky Villa, he just really continued continued to dominate the English game with Spurs until 1983. The next two years, he dominated with Spurs until he decided to move back to Argentina and Colombia and the United States. And then, after scoring many goals with different teams, he decided to end his career in the lower leagues of Argentine football at his hometown. So, to answer your question bluntly, he did continue to play well. Obviously, this game was probably his best game of his whole career, as it really meant a lot for the team. But, yeah, he, he continued to be the still, still be the player that he is. All right, we've got another question, Jack. It's from Harley Thompson. What was the atmosphere like at the ground? Do you want to take the start of this one, Joe?
1: Yeah, I'll take this one, Bailey. So, obviously, the atmosphere was very electric. There were 92,000 people at the ground with 50,000 Spurs fans which made the game very loud and exciting, and yeah, these fans just wanted their team to win at any cost, which, it was just a very good
0: atmosphere at the ground. It really was, Jack. Ninety-eight, ninety-two thousand people there. That's a fair bit for an FA Cup final at that time as well. We'll get into our next question now by DJ Fish. Do you think Osvaldo Ardila's work in this game got overlooked by the Bruins of Ricky Villa? Now that's a good question, and to be honest with you, I do. I really do, as Osvaldo really set up the first goal for Ricky. He went through about half the to Man City defence, and then he found Ricky an open goal to shoot in. It was very good from Osvaldo the whole game, his work ethic going up and down the field at that pace was very good. But they both came from Argentina, so I don't think Osvaldo f- felt any love loss that Ricky got all the headlines. Osvaldo made the first Ricky goal, and he literally skipped past players, Left and right, so yeah, I think I think he did get overlooked, but I also think that he didn't care as they got the win in the end, and that's all that he cared about, really. Anything to add on that, Jackal? Yeah, Bailey, I do
1: think Ozzy Ardila's work was overlooked by the brilliance of Ricky Villa, but in the end of the day, he scored the two winning goals to win us the cup, so you know he's just got to take the headlines for that.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Now onto the last question of the fan segment. This is coming in from Steve Wolf and he says, Who got man in the match? Now obviously Ricky Villa got man in the match for this game for his brilliance, scoring two goals and really just making Man City's defense look weak. He dominated the whole game with Holt from Osvaldo Idealers and they really just d- dominated the whole game. Anything else to add on that, Jack, or Yeah, Bailey,
1: it has to be Ricky Villa for his brilliance in that game scored the two goals, one the FA Cup, so yeah, it's just, it's just got to be Ricky Villar for me.
0: Now that was the end of episode 4 of the Evolution of English Football, featuring a special guest today, Jack from Talking Tottenham. Jack, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, really giving a good insight of the Spurs team, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your YouTube channel progress, and guys, don't forget to subscribe to Talking Tottenham, capital T in both words. Yeah, Bailey, thanks
1: for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please do subscribe to my YouTube channel if you like this content. Um, keep watching and listening to Bailey's podcast. He's got a good thing going here, the evolution of English football. So, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. And, yeah, roll the clip. Yeah. Begging, I can stand yeah. I don't trust you if you my name.